Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Thoughts on Demand. This week, my wife joins me in the studio and we discuss the topic of women angry shopping. How soon is too soon to start decorating for Christmas? And then you realize that my wife is a much better person than I am. Alright everybody, now it's time for you to do your part to help not the snowflakes. So please remember to subscribe to the show, share it with a friend, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at COD Podcast. Alright everybody, hope you enjoy the show. Anger shopping is a real thing. What is anger shopping? Anger shopping is when I buy something that I know would induce you to be like, I roll... Ugh, do you really need that? What is that for? Something that you would find utterly ridiculous. So like a total luxury item. Like a total luxury item. Like a new purse, um, new shoes, something crazy. But sometimes a new purse or new shoes are necessary. Like I'm no, not going to lie. They're right like now, unnecessary. Right now, you are probably in need of a new purse. Yes, I do. You've had your purse now for like three years. Yeah. You use it every day. Yeah. It's it's time for a And I need something bigger that's like a little more secure. Like the the coach purse that you got me for Christmas that one year. Yeah. It's like breaking out like the, the wires breaking out of the, yeah. the the frame. So yeah. But it is your everyday purse. You yes. don't have multiple bags. I don't. I don't. I do need one that gets me it but I do use it for like two, three years. So right now I'm in that like I keep I keep looking and I'm just not finding something that See, here's like my cost analysis breakdown. This, this oh, is how I look at this. Okay, so a coach purse is on sale. You can find them for like 150 bucks. For like a at that outlet purse. store. Yeah. Like yeah, you can find a nice Pretty coach. reasonable. Okay, so over the course of three years, if you use it, it's 50 bucks a year. How much would you spend on a shitty purse at Walmart? 20 well, like bucks, Kroger has. Bucks. But at the same you know, time. like even like 20. Like so they're not 20. even that cheap. They're like 20, 30. Okay, and so you're going to use that purse for three and a half four months before, before it like shits yeah. out because it's just not a decent purse like, yeah and so you replace it two times to three times a year at that point i mean you're really looking at almost the exact same amount of money yes as buying the the purse that you like and it's yes. a little bit more designer fashionable but ang- okay so ang- <clears throat> so you know how when i go to marshall's I, I i i always get a cart but i always take things out of the cart yes so i don't know if anybody else does this out there <laughs> But for me, I just like going to shop. But I have to be conscious of my budget and I have a problem with just overspending and I buy like, like I have 17 million burgundy mm-hmm. flower dresses. Hold on, but I don't want to jump past this. You're <laughs> saying you find joy just putting things into the shopping cart. I do. The purchasing part. Is, the purchasing part to. gives me anxiety because I know that I've spent money that I shouldn't have mm-hmm. spent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... So, so it's just putting it into the cart that you really Yeah, enjoy. like, I might buy this okay. is, is what gives me mm-hmm. joy. Okay, all right. So, so it's that feeling that... Okay. So interesting. Because for guys, I don't think guys feel that. I think for guys, we just... We run into a store and grab something. Like, you need something? Okay, I'll go grab it. Yeah, I need a pair of jeans. So when I go into a store to go buy jeans, it doesn't matter what store it is. Costco. <laughs> Costco. I love Costco. They have Yes, I know they do. You know what? Here's the sad thing is I have started purchasing clothes at Costco. I know. They look so good on you. But here's, I get so many compliments. I know. Damn, you look so nice. I'm like, yes. Costco. (laughs) Look, Costco, most of their clothes suck. Yeah. A lot of them suck. But they have good like key pieces. But if you check every time you go in, a Mm -hmm. few times they're going to get some decent stuff in there. Like, oh, that's 
really kind of nice for that price. Like I, yeah. I'd buy. It's the same thing I saw at Macy's the other day for sixty bucks, but Costco now has it for fourteen ninety nine because it's a five dollar instant coupon at the register. Yeah, no, at this we, store only. You gotta love the instant yes. coupon. Do, okay, look. All right. I don't know if I've told many people out there. I I love Costco. Okay. Love Costco. And, who doesn't there, there, Who doesn't love Costco? Well, there's a lot of Americans who say they love Costco. I <laughs> I love Costco. Okay. So. Anytime I talk to an employee, I'm like, hey, I am going to ask you a million questions about working at Costco because I am so interested in how that business works. Like, the only way you're ever going to know is if you were to work there. I'm like, fuck that. I don't necessarily want to work at Costco. I just love going there. So fun fact. It would ruin it. Working there would ruin the the magic. And I know you know these facts because I've told you a million times, but I'm going to tell you a million and one. Okay. Costco's food court has not changed their prices since they've opened. Right? So that's why a slice of pizza is a buck ninety nine or two giant slices of pizza is a buck ninety nine with a soda. You're like, all right, that's one of the best. I'm deals still out blown there. away by that fact where Costco pizza is what is what's ninth it? Ninth largest pizza company in the world. I mean you like when you think about all the pizza places, you do not think about Costco. No, because I'll, here, But here. but whenever we go like whenever we want a good pizza, like when we had the baby in the hospital, what do we want? Costco, Costco pizza. pizza. And so Let's do that because it's fun to think about it because you're right. The first pizza places you're going to think about is going to be in the country. It's it's going to be a little bit different, and that's why they're staggered. So you have what? Papa John's. Pizza, Domino's. Domino's. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Uh, round Table. Yeah, that's – I mean, I, I think the three. I think Papa John's, Pizza Hut, or Domino's. Those are like yep. – if I'm like on a Thursday night, I don't want to cook. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to order a pizza – those are the three that come to my head instantly. And I'm usually just going to find the best deal. Um, but Costco doesn't deliver. So I don't I don't like to consider them as like that pizza chain because they're not – they don't offer everything so, that I look for in a pizza place. You know what I mean? Think about it. You just said one of the big things there, okay? The big thing was is they don't deliver. Yeah. So all of those other names. Like let's – I'm just going to go through them real quick. Okay. Because I just had them pulled up here. Okay. okay. Uh, so we were right. Number one is Pizza Hut. Okay. Two is Domino's. Makes three? Sense. Three makes total sense. Three is what? Little Caesars. Oh, yeah. Five five dollar hot and ready. Oh, Heck, man. yeah. All right. Let me tell you. So we went oh my God, to I Little could Caesars devour. the other day. <laughs> and a lot of people like, it. Little Caesars is good. Little Caesars yeah. is the best it's five dollars. pizza. I've said on this podcast before, it's the best cardboard five dollars can buy. Yeah. It's it's decent. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's $5. You can pick it up when you're on your way home, when you're just like, oh, my life. I don't want to make dinner. Mm-hmm. I just want something, you know, fast and... You know what it is for me? What is Little it? Caesars for me is, the, like, the... I am going to be the stereotypical depressed guy night. Okay. Yeah, you... So yeah. when you're out of town, I'll go to Little Caesars and get a pizza. And annihilate it. Play video games and see how much of that I can <laughs> Like, oh, can I finish one of those? Do you get I crazy bread, know. too, and everything? Of course. Okay, okay. Of course. Damn. And then, it's so, so much yeah, bread. You're <laughs> done. You're just like, like... How did I eat that? You lay there it's in, the like, a sign. pool of yeah. misery. You're like, ugh. Yeah, I'm like, I just ate a car tire of bread. <laughs> I don't know how this is working. How am I still alive? Yeah. Um, all right, so Little Caesars is number three. Okay. Uh, four, Papa John's. Okay. Okay. Five. Now I'm starting to see a trend here. Papa Murphy's. Okay. 
Papa Murphy's is a take, is a and, take and bake. bake. Take and bake. Take and bake. And see, here's where Papa Murphy's, if I'm not mistaken, that's like really big in the Midwest. I think that's where Papa Murphy's is like predominantly. Okay. You see him on like So every it's corner. more than Little Caesars? It's more than Little Caesars in okay. those places. It is almost probably in those areas of the country. It might be like the number two. I actually don't think I would mind that because like, look at us. I get off at four and sometimes like on Fridays, I get off at four and you get off at mm-hmm. six. I'm not going to pick up a, lead, a Little Caesars at four when I'm done. I would rather get a take and bake right. and then put it in the oven at 530. Here, you know, like, so it's like better. So here's what's going to happen. This is why Costco's on that list. Because they, they sell take and bake pizzas. They have their pizzas that they sell on the food court, take and bake back in the deli. But the problem is like parking. Okay. And, and know, it makes how sense. Many them, but like, how many people pick it up on their Costco trip every week? And just have one in the freezer have ready. Have one in the freezer ready to go because that would still count as a pizza sale. I sold that many pizzas. It would. Week. It would. So instead so of there, you go. So they pl- so people plan in. See, my pizza nights are not planned in. Like yeah. I know that some families have like okay Thursday nights are is our pizza night. Yeah. I don't. I don't do that. We don't do that. No. We were like okay. Fuck cooking tonight. Let's order a pizza. But even we need we a fast option. I'm even not going to drive to Costco, park in their huge parking lot. Walk to the back of the store and then walk all the way back. I mean, I mean, but I, I sound super it, lazy, but yeah. If you made it during your part of your weekly Costco trip, just cut that cut that pizza in half and freeze half to have half that night. That's true. You could do something like that or freeze the two halves or whatever. But yeah, I think it's. I bet you know, like there are a lot of Costcos. The Costco by us, I don't mind swinging into. I can swing in there, grab one item, get in, and get out, and be fucking done in a very short amount of time. So if you're like, hey, just grab this tonight, I would do it. But see, that's okay. when you're starting to see the trend. Like, Papa Murphy's take and bake. Right. Um, you know, I, I kind of take Little Caesars because it's hot and ready. They always have their hot and ready stuff. Oh, heck That's yeah. take and bake, basically. For too. sure. That's just like a pickup pizza. Um, so, Papa Murphy's. The next one, again, regional, I think. Uh, California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah. That's – well, yeah, I don't I – don't, so, I would not consider them ever unless I were going out to eat because their pizzas are kind of small. Mm-hmm. And a little bit overpriced mm-hmm. for what you're getting. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's okay. I agree. I don't really like California Pizza Kitchen. It's okay. Yeah. Marco's Pizza is another take and bake. That's kind of big down here. I think it's also a little bit in the Midwest. Okay. Um, but Marco's is another take and bake. Round Table Pizza. Okay. Oh, shit. This is the newest list. Costco has fallen off. Oh, this oh, is- Oh, no. Dun, dun, oh, oh. Dun, dun, dun. You are going to love who took their spot. As ninth? Tenth. Ninth oh. is gone too. Yeah, so Costco's fallen off this list. I've never even heard of the Mellow Mushroom. Ugh, okay. okay. All right. We've never been. So and ten is it's your favorite pizza place of all time. Oh no. No. You're lying. I'm Let not. me see that fucking list. I am not. I would have been Alright. Alright. Before we name who it is, tell me why you hate it. And see, Ugh, if, see it's if so disgusting. See if the listeners it's, can guess. <laughs> when you go into that place, I feel depressed. <laughs> like Little Caesars, it's so I true. love going in. Like, like Little Little Caesars knows what it is. Like, like they know that yeah. they are. They know their market. Yep. And they go for it. Mm-hmm. But this place, they try to add in a bunch of stuff and it just makes me so angry their quality is always disappointing 
always it's always raw always. It's, it's always underbaked yeah. nothing is ever cooked properly yeah. when you go in nothing is ever taken care of it looks like a pigsty yeah yeah it's all true and like i have been to because i love going because that I, you were the only you were the first person so <laughs> i made it i think you took me there like three years in because you had to keep me hooked I made it 24 years of my life without going to this place. 24 years and then my life was ruined by you. Look. Are you going to tell them what the restaurant is? You're not not there there yet? yet. Okay. Okay. It is so depressing. And it is a sadistic thing that I like to do to myself. I don't know why. It's because you're like, there's no way. When you tell people how bad the place is. People are like, there's no way that they're all this bad. And you're like, no, no, no. I've been We've to, been to one uh, in three states. I've been to probably a dozen of them. Yeah. No, they're all they're like this. they're always this bad. And it's like, why does that napkin on the floor look like it has been there for three days? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking, like stamped into the tile. It has been there for three days. Or they mopped on top of it. And, you can just and all the stuff, like, like, so like everything at the bar is always just like, there's sauce splattered everywhere. It's like burnt on. The lettuce is all wilted. Like you're you're literally looking at it like I don't want to eat this. But you've prepaid, so you've got to eat it. Uh, you're so absolutely right. You're so absolutely right. And the mind-blowing thing is, is that, you still go. No, that's the no, that's a real mindfuck right the there. Here's the mind-blowing thing. I am not kidding. They sell to-go containers. Ugh. And I have watched people buy the to-go containers. <laughs> it's just like, why? Don't do this to yourself. Like, stop. Like, I come here as a joke. I get it. But if you're taking this home, that means you like this place. You cannot live like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's Cece's Pizza. Yeah. And if you've never seen... One, and you're on a road trip or you're visiting somewhere and you see a CeCe's Pizza. Like, I feel like everybody should go there once yes. to know how yes. every other restaurant is better. Uh-huh. Because yes. everyone that goes there... Okay, so, like, the one that's here... So, we've been... Obviously, we've been in the last year and a half because we've been to one in Texas. We've been to two here. We that have? first week when we got here and we were house shopping... I was like, oh, oh a right, because we had to, like, we were starving, and we, ha- like, that was the only thing. And I was like, was, like, do you want to do it? And you're like, yeah, it was the second time I got you to go, because you're like, yeah, I'll give it another shot. Yeah, okay. So, we, like, they had, they had a kid zone, and I was like, I don't want my, my like, my kid to die. I didn't even have no. a kid. I was like, there's probably needles in that pit. Yeah. There was, like, one of those old school ball pits, and I was like, there's definitely a diaper in there. It's like a there's show. There's definitely some needles in there. Yeah, it's like Family Guy scene where, like, Stewie's going up to a vending machine in this place, and all of a sudden, from behind the vending machine, like, a guy selling drugs pops out. Yeah. And even if it's in the nicest part of town, there are these places in the nicest parts of town, they still Everyone that's like there that. is, like, a slob. Yes. Like, they're just, like... They're like a slovenly people that oh eat there. Oh, God. I mean, every, and it's like every time. How many of the people listening are like, fuck, I love CCs, but at the same time, I agree. But you know. Because like, like, you go been... in and you'll, we'll go in at like 2 o'clock. And so maybe we don't go at the right time. But I'm never going to try it again. But like you go in and there's four diner. Like there's four tables. But every single table has plates on it. So you know that 16-year-old behind the counter is like. 
A, in charge of putting the pizzas in the oven and also in charge of cleaning the tables. And yep. they don't do it. Yep. They just don't do their job. They're all manned by, like, teens who don't give a fuck. But they're all, like, 19, 20-year-olds who, like, just that's their life. And now that's their life. That's their adulthood. Like, that's the that's beginning, their beginning, their beginning to life is I work, I work full-time at CCs. And they don't do their job. Oh, shit. Damn. And it's disgusting. Okay, so I don't know if I should be personally offended because you're like, you just said people who eat at CC's and then you listed off a horrible list of attributes. And I'm like, fuck, I, I eat there fairly often. Like, like once a year? Oh, once a year, I have to go. I'm like, God, is it still that bad? Like, how is this place still in business and it's still this bad? That should be like our goal is to never let you eat there again. Oh, that way my goal is your wife. Well, um, we've put a few places on the list. Like, and I don't know if you guys listening have that, like, hey, we've eaten That here couples list where it's, it's like, like, I'm never coming here again. Yeah. <laughs> and Applebee's got put on our list after a string of like- just- Yeah, okay. It's on our list. It's been on our list for like four years. Yet every once a year, we pass one and you're like, should we go to Applebee's? It's like you forget. You forget how every single time we go in, we leave upset. We leave. Like, I could have just gone to a gas station and gone a stupid taquito and been Uh, happier. I get, but I have to... I have to keep my list up to date, just like this pizza list Costco got knocked off. I have to see if Applebee's gets knocked off by another shitty restaurant. Like, I have my top four, and I'm like, what are I'm your not going four? there again. CeCe's is always one of them. <laughs> okay. Applebee's is on there. BJ's. Yeah, BJ's was always, I've always been, like, really disappointed. Yeah, but I, when like, I Like, unless you going, get a bazooki, which, exactly. which, like, you know, like, we don't, we don't eat those. And, yeah. But I, it's like the actual place I've had really good meals there. And I'm, Claim Jumpers is another. But I think. Well, like, yeah, once they got bought out, they just, yeah. like, it was terrible. Here's another one. Golden Corral. Oh like, God! <laughs> Another one that I have you to thank for. <laughs> oh, oh, we right. got that when we were buying. We bought. We were on our way to what our closing for yeah, our house. Yeah. And you were like, "Let's celebrate! Let's go to Golden Corral!" And I was like, "What the fuck is Golden Corral?" <laughs> and now I know. Thank you. Their chocolate wonder fountain. You're like, oh, that melon's like half. Like- and you're like, how many? How many kids' fingers have touched that chocolate fountain? All right, here's another one. Here's another one that is still on the list that kind of gets bumped off and jumps back on. Um, Red Lobster. Ugh. I have had good meals at Red Lobster and never... And Maybe I'm like years. a chain... Maybe like I don't, I don't like chain restaurants. I'm always really disappointed by like those kinds uh, of like chain restaurants. Like everything... Like they make it so that everything has to follow a standard, but that standard is just so low. <laughs> but they're successful because it's Chili's is another... But okay, so it's it's successful because there's so many of them. Is that what it is? So it's a numbers game. Okay. You're like, okay. okay, so what family is like on a highway that they're they're they need to stop for dinner, so they're gonna stop for something. So you put your restaurant mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. at on a on Busy a corner. ramp on a on a like on the freeway. Out in the middle. Cracker of Cracker Barrel. Oh, Cracker Barrel. I was gonna- Cracker Barrel used to be on the list. It used to be a go-to so see, breakfast spot. Go. So you just named these five. So I have like a top three or four. Like I, these restaurants are off the list. And when I'm like, all right, this other restaurant I haven't gone into in a long enough time. Let's see if anything has changed. Because I'll give you another one that I actually took off my list. I put okay. it. I put it back on. Like it, it's it's fair game. IHOP. I haven't been to an IHOP. The last time I went to an IHOP was when we drove from California to here. That, we had a good meal. And we did. It, we, well, we had dinner. We didn't even have... 
I don't I don't think I like their breakfast. I think I think I like their diner food. Like yeah. their their lunch and dinner. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, I feel like such tangent. Yes, I think we've we've, we've covered uh the, so Costco. Okay, yes. Love, <laughs> Costco. Costco. Costco jeans. <laughs> so, Costco's got really good quality for a lot of stuff. There if you shop it for particular items, you can save a lot of money and there's a, a good number of them that it just works enough to make it worthwhile for everybody. Yeah. Um Oh crap! But I think we've had to learn, like we've had to learn a lesson about not buying. Like we used to go to Costco for everything. Like that was our grocery run. Mm -hmm. And for two people that are eating in this house, I don't like it. Doesn't make any sense. No, because then you just we just ended up throwing away so much food. Yeah. So. So okay, so Costco's good for so that kind of stuff. If you find those couple key items for you, Uh, their food court is great. If you needed like grab something, take lunch, that kind of stuff, gas is great. Um, So it's cool. But their stores make like $16 million a year in straight profit, and their employees get paid well. And you're like, oh, shit. And it's just crazy membership is where they draw like the most majority of their money. So you're like, yeah, but oh, their no. employees are paid well, but their managers are paid like shit. I think in certain cases they, they are paid well. I, I, there, I've talked to a few, and that, oh, that, that okay. number is, is very, varied. Yeah, so that just kind of comes down to the you know time performance and all oh, that okay. stuff. But no, Costco, okay, all right, I'm done with Costco. Done with Costco. Um, that was what you wanted to talk about next, is um, what anniversary counts the most. Which anniversaries are, so so in play, when you first start dating, what anniversaries do you have? Is it just when you, when one you, year and you celebrate the first time you kiss? Like, what anniversaries when you're dating I I like to celebrate when we decided to make it official. Mm-hmm. So that anniversary date only, but no other time day experience. Like no, in your, when you're dating, you're not like oh, like we had a great night on this day, so this is kind of like our mid year anniversary. No, no. Okay, all right. Okay. I so only I only consider it when we became official because we were dating for, I mean, like four months mm-hmm. before we were like, oh uh, yeah, okay. You're my boyfriend. You're my girlfriend. Okay, so so there we have the official day we started dating, and then yeah. we after that you have your wedding day. Yes. Right, so your wedding day is the next official anniversary. Yes. So, I just don't. I just don't feel like it's fair to not celebrate the dating anniversary. When you say celebrate, what do you mean by like? Celebrate? I, I want it to be acknowledged. Like okay. I don't care if it's. I I don't care if. It's, it's flowers. Maybe we go out to dinner. Like, I just want something that, like, not acknowledges that we've – because we have a big gap between our, our anniversaries. Like, we've okay. been together for eight years, mm-hmm. but we've only been married for two. Okay. And so I I think those six years maybe count a little bit more than our wedding because we – met we moved in together we moved to, to another state we moved we moved to two, um yeah to another state and then like we we our life changed a lot we bought a house like sold a house we we did all we like big major life moments mm-hmm. happened while we were dating okay so we, we had a, and we so have, for me when you transition of life stages together Yes. Okay. And so for me, when you're like, no, our our, our wedding is the most important. That's the only thing we're going to celebrate. It's kind of like, well, what about the time before? Well, so what do you mean by celebrate? What's your definition of celebrate? How big does this have to be? It doesn't have to be big at all. It just has to be acknowledged. Okay. So. Like, let's go out to dinner. Let's. Or a card and flowers. A card and flowers. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, you can do better than that, but. <laughs> I'm not asking for like. <laughs> <laughs> you 
can. You can. <laughs> oh, you can do better than that. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, boy. I, I, I hope every guy listening to this plays this for their significant other. I want to hear what their significant others yeah, you are can saying do, right now, too. You can do better if their guy said, yeah, I'm gonna, if they surprise them without being prompted of the day, surprise them and gave them a card and flowers, would she be thinking, he could have done better. He could have done, done better than this. Card and flowers. Okay. But how about card and flowers delivered to you at work? Ooh, yes. At work is always best. So if, if a card. Because okay. I want people to know <laughs> so that you're a good husband. The same gift. Yeah. You receiving no, the same but items. There's hold on, the, hold on. There's the show off part of it. <laughs> okay, That's on. part of the gift too. So that it's is different. it. That is it. That's in the equation. Of course it is. Oh my God. Of course it is. I get to have nice flowers at my desk at work that I get to show off. Uh, and then everybody that sits in my office is gonna ask, "Oh, what what are your flowers for?" Oh, my husband got it for my anniversary. Like, like it's nice. I I get to talk about you. I get to talk about me, which I love to do. So, I like, I'm not asking for diamond. This. I'm not asking for diamond earrings. Oh my god! I'm just asking for you know, like a little something. So let me get this straight. So if if so, day to day. Right, so you have, the girls in the office love the big show off thing, but day to day, do do the girls in the offices that you've worked in before, maybe not even at your job now. So we'll take talk about your other experiences, because your other experiences you worked with smaller teams and bigger teams of females. Yes. So in those circumstances, day to day, did you talk about your husbands like, oh my god, last night when I came home, the house was clean and the baby was fed and the laundry was done. Um. Okay, so this is the only team that, and that's really that's really funny. So when I was working at Macy's, mm-hmm. it was I was on the cosmetics floor, and so there's just there's too many, there's too many women, <laughs> there's okay. so many women. Yes. Um, so you really don't get to deep dive into each other's lives like that. It's more, um, like just in passing, day to day stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure, like I always I always brag about you, and then we were planning. Our wedding so that was always kind of like a topic mm-hmm. at that time um when i was working at versace i was the only one in a relationship oh. so my manager didn't have any like she was dating somebody but it was like kind of hush hush so she didn't talk about it and then i was also planning the wedding so i was like i really want to talk about that and then you know one of my other coworkers, you know his significant other worked right next door mm-hmm. and so they would be in in the store together, so we would just talk about them. And, and so yeah, so Greg Greg would, um, would, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Talk about his his partner. Okay. All the time. Okay. They would cook each other dinner and you know all their fun trips and stuff. So yeah. Okay. So, so we do. So we we do, yeah. I always I always make sure I'm I'm. Okay. So that's my, I guess my point is is. Day to day, the ladies are gonna be like, oh, "All right, she's pretty, she's happy at home, blah 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 blah." Because I think there's a lot of that cattiness. You all try to kind of like, who's who who, 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 who has who, the best husband? Who the boss bitch? Yeah. Everybody. Well, I always like right now, like you're 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 winning because you get up at night with with the baby because mm-hmm. you know I'm a crazy. Yeah, you do not. I do I well don't at do well when I don't have sleep. Like I turn into a cranky, miserable person to be around. So you've been, yeah, <laughs> you can admit it. I admit it. I know. Um, and so I tell them, I'm like, yeah, Josh, 
99.9% of the time gets up, changes the baby, feeds the baby, puts her back down. Like, I don't even wake up at night most of the time, you know? And it's, I, and they're like, really, Miranda, really? I'm like, yes, really. And so. Yep. Awesome. So I get brownie points for that. You definitely do. So if. But like my, my boss's husband sent her Tiff's treats for her birthday and she got to share Tiff's treats with everybody. Mm-hmm. Your favorite cookie company. I hate that place. Too. I know. God, that place is on the list as well. They're, they're super shitty. Sweet, this, salty, okay, look, this place does gritty. like ice cream sandwiches with cookies. Fresh you, baked cookies, ugh, bitch. But when you bite into the cookies, it's like biting into a... a, a Sugar cookies. It's, it's like biting <laughs> it's into... It's like corn syrup. It's like biting into sand. <laughs> yeah. Like just it's crunchy, it's so, sweet sand. So there's so much... There's oh, too much sugar God, in it. And it just makes my mouth hurt. Anyway. Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> so she got Tiff's treat. So if you can share something with the girls, it's even Oh my God, better. yes. Huh. Well, look, I sent you those jerky flowers. Real quick. Okay. Real quick. Okay. I was listening to another podcast the other the other week, and somebody was saying that if you bring a box of chocolate for the flight attendants when you get onto a plane, yeah, they will pretty much serve you free booze all night. Oh heck yeah! And I was like, wait, what? I have never heard this. But you know what? Fuck that is a I because even if you don't get free liquor, it's a really nice yeah. gesture. Exactly. Like, even if you don't get anything out of it, like, how awesome would that make their day? Yep, exactly. Like, Just here like, you hey. go. Thank you for serving me on this tiny yep. little plane, making you walk up and down. Yeah. Or for, hey, here for all the shitty people on these flights today. Here you go. I'm not going to bother you, but I know you're having a rough one. So here you go. Yeah. Have some fucking chocolates. And then, yeah. Yes. Just say, hey, hey, I know. Have a great day. Oh, like, my God. For all the shitty people on the plane, at least there's going to be one go. for you. Enjoy. Bam. I love it. They're going to be like, hey. Oh, my God. We have to do that. Oh, I'm doing it from here on here out. Here on out. We have to do that. Because it's, it's you can't really tip a flight attendant when you're walking out. Like, here's five bucks. No. Or no. 20 bucks. Or here's 100 bucks. Like, it, it doesn't work. So what can you do that they can all get something out of it? Yeah. And like, look, who doesn't like a fucking good nougaty piece of chocolate? Hell, yeah. Let's just be real. Oh, my God. A box of, like, turtle chocolates. Oh, my God. Those oh, are the best. Yeah. Those but are see, the best. You gotta be careful because maybe somebody has a nut allergy now. Oh, so you have to get like a a C's. Yeah, like, like a big sample pack. Yeah, like, I'll get the two fun. layered one. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe get a peanut free one just in case. Do you know what? I, see, it, okay, so that's okay. That is what I hate about today. We just talked about something, doing something nice and unnecessary, and then we worried about being judged for it about doing it wrong we we worried about doing something nice wrong yeah how does that how is that our world right well, now you know what look at it there's another example trick-or-treating so when we were out trick-or-treating the other night with the kids there were more than one house mm-hmm. there there was more than one house more than one house <laughs> <laughs> there's more than one house that had a allergy free option like a toy it was more of a toy yeah it was a toy uh, of some sort that the kids could have instead i i don't okay so and that and that's where i don't mind that because there are also a lot of kids who a lot of a lot there are a lot of parents who are scared about letting their kids eat candy Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of whacked out people in this world yeah and so like I don't worry about it in our neighborhood. Okay. But let's say you're in a neighborhood where you have to worry about somebody putting needles in the candy or tampering with stuff. Like 
a toy is better. Eh, it can happen anywhere. It doesn't matter. No, what, no, but no, but exactly. It doesn't matter what neighborhood you're in. So if you're using that logic and knowing that it can happen anywhere, then you then shouldn't you, let your kid eat candy. Here you go. If you're in the position where you can say, hey, all right, you're going to go trick-or-treating, you get too big. Like, you could just tell your kid, hey, the candy has value. The small candy is what you have to use to buy the big candy. Okay. And you can just make whatever, hey, uh, 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 15 pieces of candy gives you one candy bar. And I buy you a full-size candy bar. I'll swap out your candy. I'll throw away the candy. Or just buy, like, a bag of candy and keep one for your kid. There you go. And just throw away the stuff they get. If, if you're that worried about needles yeah. and everything else. No, no, it's true. No, definitely. But I'm thinking about the kid who does have allergies, who's out shopping. Their parents should do something like that. Like, I know what you can and cannot eat. Maybe we can go through this together. You're telling oh, me no, that definitely. kid like is if... allergic to every piece of candy there is out there? No. Hey, I know what? It sucks. You're going to have to throw this much away. I'll replace it for you. I'll buy you a few candy bars. Or I'll yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The store. Okay? There but you go. also, we were talking about... But now the kid... Again, oh, yeah. hold on. The kid that has those allergies... If he's going door to door and his mom won't let or his parents won't let him have any of that candy, and he's like, you can only have a toy if they have something. Or you make him ask every door, I have an allergy, do you have an allergy-free option? And they're like, I'm sorry, I don't. Now that kid's just getting like, rejected. upset, yeah. At how many doors? He's like, all these people hate me. The baby, when, when she grows up, um, the, if she has like an allergy, we can just say, hey, go crazy. Go to like don't stop her. Just let let her have fun. That's the whole point. They love. It's not about the candy. It really isn't. No. They love going up to the house. They love saying trick or treat. They love ringing the door. They love ringing the doorbell. Can I knock? Can I ring the doorbell? Yep. Like that is what is fun. It's and when they get older, it's me and my friends are gonna go out and we're gonna walk the streets and go go trick-or-treating yeah. and that all those things and so, it's a social skill it's a, it, it is like you can say hi to people you know like be confident in saying hello and trick-or-treat and you know um and, here's and then a- when you get home that's when you say hey okay let's go through it you know i have backup so mm-hmm. if we have to take something away we can put something there and blah blah do you want to um do you want to hear a conspiracy theory i just thought about oh my god yes always I think the death of trick-or-treating is a way to make sure people aren't looking in other people's houses. All right? Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Because the whole see, say, see something, say something culture, if you're walking door to door all the time and you see something that's a little out of the norm, you're going to say something now. Because people are all thinking like that. And now all of a sudden people are like, no, no I don't like this. And so there's going to be a whole back grassroots effort of trying to shut down trick-or-treating and that's why it goes to all the malls now they just want you to shop instead well it's all trunk or treats now i know that's why you see more and more just bowls of candy being left out on the doorstep is because people don't want to one be bothered by people ringing on their doorbell Mm -hmm. you know they're home at night um you don't know how long they're gonna go for so it's kind of like how long a People are gonna, how long are people going to be ringing my doorbell for? Are you saying, though, that <clears throat> they leave do- bowls out now because they're more along the lines of there's more adults going out to Halloween parties because they were the ones that grew up when Halloween became like a big holiday. Halloween wasn't always a huge holiday for people. Right. I don't think it I don't think it's ever been that big of a Halloween like a holiday for me as well. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy 
I enjoy giving out candy to little kids. Like I like seeing their costumes, but I do find it kind of a nuisance. Okay. Uh, so I like next year if we don't have plans, I'll probably leave a bowl of candy out. Okay. So we record. We're recording this right after October. So yeah. right after Halloween, we just yes. finished Halloween, and October just finished up. And I'll tell you, I love October. October is my favorite month for a few reasons. Okay. One, it's starting to get cold. Yeah. I love the cold. Halloween is the beginning of the kickoff of the uh, holiday season, which is yes. cool. And then it's also the best sports month. Okay. You have the World Series going on, baseball playoffs. You have football going on, and it's it's mid middle of the season. So great football, hockey's going on, basketball. So you got all sorts of sports going on. And then I was watching baseball, so I was watching the World Series. Yeah. And I noticed there is an individual kind of guy in the game of baseball, and you don't necessarily see them in the other sports. And it's probably because what they're they're able to wear jewelry in baseball and it doesn't mess with them but i've realized as an adult i hate guys with necklaces okay oh god okay i don't know why they always are just like douchey greasy like dirt like just slime balls is what it always reminds me of especially when they have that really like thick chain and it's big and gaudy and you're like really dude like what what's going on with this see i have to i have to disagree with that because I think that's more of a a cultural thing because oh, so a lot I'm a racist. of racist. You're calling me a no. racist? That's what I'm hearing. But a lot of the men in my family wear jewelry. But it's not the big weird like it's a it's a it's a necklace underneath their their shirt. Like it's not like outside their shirt dangling around like all over the place. It's oh, weird no. that you're going out to play baseball, professional sports and you're wearing a giant necklace. Necklace. Like on the field? Yeah, on the field. I guess you're going to show me pictures I've never seen. It's just bizarre. I feel like that would be not allowed because you're running around the field. See, what, you wouldn't want a gold heavy chain flapping you in the face. Like, well, that, That's how I'm looking at it. Like a, the pitcher. It's usually like the pitcher or one okay. of the basemen. I don't know. But guys wearing necklaces just bugs the hell out of me. I don't know why, but there's just this, this element of just kind of like something there that makes me not trust them. Okay. I I always think when you say guy with a necklace, I picture some like California bleach hair surfer dude named Chad with like a puka, puka shell, shell. Necla- yeah, necklace. The puka shells. Yeah, definitely not. I don't yeah, like any- that's what I think about when I when you say say that term, because like. A lot of the people in my family, like the men in my family, will have like a gold chain, but it'll be underneath. Like you won't see it. Okay. Like, like my dad wears a cross, mm-hmm. but like, and it's a gold chain. And it's a pretty thick, heavy gold chain, but you don't see it. He doesn't keep so it much out. So that we've been together for eight years, and I could not tell you what it looks like. Okay, exactly. But I've seen it a lot, you know. Like I've I see it when mm-hmm. he's around working around the house and stuff like that. So, and like my uncle has like our family crest on a ring. Mm-hmm. So, so you're saying you want me to wear more jewelry? No, I'm just saying I I don't I don't have that same you know picture in my head that you do. Understood. Understood. Mm-hmm. All right, kid. What else you got? Put me on the spot. Putting you on the spot. <laughs> I mean, you 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 uh, you said you were interested to jump in on a more regular basis uh, for the show. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure I accidentally said that I wanted to be like a third member of a party, so mm-hmm. it wasn't it was kind of a dirty joke, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can I can jump in. I think it'd be fun. All right, so let me let me throw this at you. I realized it earlier this week. Um me and my my guy friends, most of us like if if one of us is saying, "Hey, I'm on my way," and the other one's like, "Oh," instead of texting back saying, "Oh, that sounds great, awesome, whatever," we say "copy," like "copy." Oh yeah, okay. we were gonna talk about that military lingo. Yeah, yeah. and so I, I really want to get your point of view on this one because okay. a lot of the guys I know kind of use a I don't want to say a military lingo, but it is a little bit more. It's military. Like yeah. you use military time, you use. It's just easier. It's co- it's code. Time is yeah, so much easier. Everybody but should have to use. You it. know what? You know what it is. The way you speak to your friends, it takes a lot of emotions out of the language. Well, that's, so, that's it. That's why. But that's exactly. But see, it. I've never had to do that. Like if you say "copy" to "I'll be there in 15 because you know I'm running late. So I I don't. I don't think it's because we're purposely trying to take the emotion out. I think for guys, it's the most effective and efficient way of speaking. So it just becomes kind of natural for them to go through that and use those words and those terms. No, but I think when the language was was made, when the codes were made, that mm-hmm. was why they used those words, was to take the, the emotion out of it. Well, there's still because you use a lot of there's still emotion attached to it because you could hear guys that have really bad like uh, radio traffic and it comes through and you can hear their emotion in it. It's I think it's just because it's very effective and it's a very uniform way of speaking. It's the quickest and most efficient way to convey a, a message over to you. Yes. Like, Here are my coordinates. Here's where I am. Here's what time I need you to be there. All right, I'm done. Like, I don't have more time to give to you. Here's exactly what it is. Get the hell out of here yes. and go finish your day. Well, I know like one thing that I started doing because of you is when i want to know where you are i just write eta yes yes because i don't care but i want to know yes like i'm not i'm not saying i don't want to say when are you going to be home because that it, that question behind like the the emotion behind it is like why aren't you here yet like it's not it, it's not that mm-hmm. it's i'm genuinely interested like I when you're gonna be home know. like I'm, i just need to know <laughs> i'm trying to plan and organize events yes. going on big yeah. or small i need to know when you're gonna be here what is the time that i'm looking at yeah that's and all so, so eta is like the, the the most perfect yes example of that exactly but it takes away emotion out of it yes but that's that's for <laughs> guys that that's what we're trying to do constantly i think i think guys don't necessarily have that same kind of need to gossip and chit chat or talk the same way we just want to kind of convey a message. I think guys are more comfortable sitting in a room in complete silence with each other than women are. Like, have you ever sat and watched an entire something, uh, an entire a movie's a bad example. Have you ever sat in a living room with two people reading a book who didn't talk for three hours? No. Okay. Never. Guys, guys can sit down and watch an entire sporting event and say maybe five words. You know, like so, I, I highly doubt that you could do that. 
Oh, I didn't say me. <laughs> I didn't say me at all. I said I'm trying. Guys. You are the most talkative person I know. Yeah, so I never I'm just, shut the hell up. I know. So I'm just I know. like, uh... but a lot of the guy friends I know, they are incredibly quiet. Although I have been in situations where I'm like, no, I am gonna just sit here quietly today and watch this sporting event. Okay. I mean, it's been eight years. I'm still waiting for that. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're telling me you want me to talk less? I in no. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you're making a lot of assumptions and th- th- saying things today here on this podcast. This is yeah. <laughs> Let's try and tra- start a fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No. All right. What else you got, kid? Stop calling me kid. It's what the fun. hell? It's like... fun because you're looking at me crazy. The first time I did it, you're like kid. What the? <laughs> so I'm just gonna keep doing it. You. you it makes no sense. You can't just give somebody a nickname just randomly sure like that. Can why can't you? Because you already have one for me. You can't just give me 20 million nicknames. Yes. Yes, you can. The more nicknames you have, the more you're loved. Okay. See how that works? So then I'm not very well loved because I only have one. Oh, you have a ton of nicknames. (laughs) I just don't say them all to your face. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Same, babe. Same. No. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that's why I can call you kid. That's why I can call me kid. I don't like it. Well, see, the other thing is, too, is if you give a reaction, you know it's going to stick. Yeah, we talked, Every, we talked yes. about that last time. Did where we? I, yeah, I really have. I should have learned. I really. I don't know why, but I shouldn't have even brought it up because it would have ended by the next time I'm mm-hmm. on. So. Mm-hmm. And now it will stick. Okay. So we had a, we had a debate the other day mm-hmm. in the house. You were talking about it. Um, and it was you were lobbying for us to have a year-round tree. So my question initially was, when is it too early to put up the Christmas tree? And I feel like I, I like to start it a little bit before Thanksgiving, maybe yes. have it up for Thanksgiving um, and kind of start getting your Christmas stuff up. Because between work and events and, and priorities and all the other stuff that goes on in your life, sometimes it's hard to get all your decorations up and you spend a whole weekend. But you slowly and surely start putting stuff up. Yes. And so you, you said then, well, why not just keep the tree up and do a year round tree? In which you ended up showing me just picture after picture after picture after picture of people who have year-round trees. Fourth of July, pine trees in their house. Uh, Thanksgiving, pine trees. Easter, pine trees. trees. Valentine's Day, pine trees. trees. I'm not calling them pine trees. They're not Christmas trees. Oh, they are. Yeah, you're right. They're not Christmas trees. It's not a Christmas tree. It's a Fourth of July pine tree. Easter pine tree. I have a Christmas pine tree. At that point, you just have a pine tree in your house. (laughs) Here, here, look, these people who are doing it, I kind of get it. You're like, I bought this thing. Why am I going to just shove it in a closet for 10 and a half months? Right. And pull it out every month for a month and a half and then shove it back in a closet. I want to keep this thing out. Yeah. But I'm also thinking, God, that thing must get dusty. Like, you have to and dust it. Very, yeah, very dirty. Like, if you have an animal, like if you have a dog or a cat in your house, how much fur is lodged in that tree? I would say at the end of the year, that tree might be more fur than pine needle. Yeah, to, to an extent. I feel like you'd have to get like just can after can of compressed air and just blow that thing apart. Yeah. Every couple of weeks. I, I really, I, it was more of a joke. Honestly, I don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. You, you, you sold it passionately. I, they're adorable. They're, they're the ones that I saw on Pinterest were very well done. I'm um, not debating the fact of whether or not they could be well done. I don't, I don't have the patience to do that. Like, I'm not, like, I, if I were a crafty person, Mm -hmm. 
I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. You know, I'm saying I probably would do it. Mm-hmm. But I would have to be like your mom. Like your mom does the most amazing decorating. Mm-hmm. Hands down. So her dining room is always set. Like it's always like it, it could be photo. Sh- like it could be in a photo shoot year round. And I would probably rather do a table than a tree. Like, I would have a seasonal dining room table. Okay. I would love that. See, it, it's funny to me because even tonight you had, we had friends over and you were saying, they, they were talking about like your little garland you put up and you're like, oh, my assistant does it. And then you just kind of looked at me. So yeah. like even the tree, I put up most of the tree. You'll help me with a few of the ornaments usually. You'll maybe help me put up some of the lights. Um, um, I feel that's that's really inaccurate. I did the whole garland on the staircase last year. You did, you did, and I'm the one that's like getting all the stuff. That's my point. That that's like your I'm I'm the designer, mm, mm-hmm. and you're the labor. The labor. <laughs> yep, kind of like Chip and Joanna. Yes, yes, a lot less rich. But you're you're still my adorable goofball, and, and I'm in and I'm and I'm in charge. Yes, and you're also because you know yeah. Joanna's like, just do what I say. We'll be fine. <laughs> she probably does. Yeah, she probably does. But and I, I think going back to how how early is too early, um, I think it really depends on how extensively you're going to be decorating. So for this year specifically, I I'm going to start probably next weekend. Okay. Um, because this Christmas it's, you know, our first Christmas as a trio. My, my parents are going to be here. My sisters are going to be here. Like it is going to be a, we've got family, coming we've got in, family so coming in. So I want this house to scream Christmas. Understood. So every couple days I'm going to go try and find little pieces that we can, you know, incorporate. Um, but then I, I didn't decorate for, I'm not going to be decorating for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's a matter of I would like to have my house decorated for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And normally I'll do a small Thanksgiving and a larger Christmas. Mm-hmm. This year I'm just going to go, you know, balls to the wall Christmas. What do you decorate for like Thanksgiving? Just a bunch of like, um, cornucopias and turkeys? Yes. Leaves, pine cones. So there's there's some overlap. So like... We have a garland on our mantle, and it has little gold leaves. Uh-huh. And then it has, like, felt pumpkins. I'm going to take away the felt pumpkins, but uh-huh. I'm going to keep the gold leaves, and I'm just going to put something Christmas, like, another Christmassy garland on top of it. Uh-huh. Oh, and then, okay. like, the pine cones you can use for Christmas and for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, the orange candles you can use for both, but the felt pumpkins I have on the, ca- on the table, I'm not going to use. So there's overlap. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All I heard is you have a ton of shit to put up this year. I do. Yeah, that no, I no, me. Oh yes, you you have a lot to do. I have a lot to do, but mine's a lot easier. <laughs> I'm the labor. Yep. That's that's what it comes down to. All right, where do you come down on real and fake trees? Did you grow up with a real or a fake tree? Real. Okay. And so where do you come down on real and fake then? I'm I'm very torn. Um 
I think I would have to say I prefer a fake tree. Okay, but you grew up with a real, because everybody I know who grew up with a real is like, you gotta stick with a real tree. The smell of the tree in the house, it just makes your whole house smell. And I've had the real trees too, and I've had the fake trees. I don't notice a smell from the real tree unless I'm touching it. Right. And so when I was living in, like, I grew up in Canada, we would have like a fresh cut tree. And Mm -hmm. that's when you, that's when I noticed a difference. I mean, it was like, a day old and was in our house. Uh-huh. So. Usually it's not even a day old. Usually you go and cut it. And bring it into and the house. And put it in the house. Right. Did you ever hear that Jim Gaffigan bit he talks about? He's like, Christmas is the most bizarre shit. <laughs> it's like a drunk guy doing a holiday. He's like, oh, let's cut this tree down and bring it in the house. And then and hang decorate. our socks above the fireplace. <laughs> let's take all these lights and throw them outside. Yeah. You're like, you're fucking. Right. It, it just makes, it is weird. It makes no sense. The yeah. shit you do for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did your parents do for you for Christmas to make you think Santa was real? Oh, it was so cute. Okay, so my so my dad would wait until we were oh, shit. Hold on. Spoiler alert. I, I if if you didn't know Santa's not real, cut, cut oh your, yeah. Plug, Oops. Your, plug your ears. <laughs> Rewind this about fifteen seconds and forget what we just said. So, what did your parents do okay. to make you think Santa was real? So. Um, my dad would wait until we, we would go to bed. He would wait like an hour. So we were, we were definitely asleep and he would come outside our bedroom window and stomp and like have little reindeer bells, little jingle bells. Mm -hmm. And he would start like gently, really softly, not quite enough to wake us up, but definitely loud enough to kind of get into our dreams. Just to stir us. And then in the morning... There would be, um, they would take powdered sugar and they would put a pair of boots down on the mat in front of the fireplace mm-hmm. in our living room by the tree and they would like dust imprints of boot prints. You know, my bedtime is 930 and it sounds like they stayed up late doing this stuff. Yes. I don't know how I'm going to do as a parent. <laughs> we just have to make her bedtime super early. Super <laughs> it's early. Like, it's seven o'clock, guys. We gotta go to bed. <laughs> yeah, or I gotta just do a line of cocaine and stay awake. Like, all right, I'm gonna stay up, build all of her toys, and make her think Santa's real. Well, and that's one thing that I didn't like. So my parents, and I don't, I don't know how you you grew up, but we woke up to piles of presents. We didn't have presents under the tree until Christmas morning. Like none, not even the ones that they would get for us. Oh, really? We would have a couple things like from our grandma if it showed up early okay um or or family when family sent gifts we'd have it a little early but when your mom would get you something would she put it out no no that all came out christmas night with santa okay so santa's gifts and parents gifts all came at the same time yes okay yes how old were you when you realized santa wasn't real um Probably, it was definitely before I moved to the States, so, you know, like nine, ten. Okay, I was way older. I was like 11 or 12. It's not way older. Yeah, so 12 isn't, 12 isn't that much older than... (laughs) Pause, we're having technical difficulties. Yeah, I'm trying to get comfortable, but fuck. That's why we should really have two microphones. Anyway, hi. Hi. All right. So twelve isn't way older. Okay. No. All right, but I still feel it was too old. 
I feel like it was still too like my mom was even like yeah when she because when I was like I I don't think Santa's real but who knows I don't want to say no and not get shit like right that's how I was thinking about it so you probably were on that cusp of like yeah I like 10 but you were like shit if I say something do I get less yes. presents <laughs> and so what she did is to tell me she's like you should go in that closet and go get my gifts out and then she's like you should read those tags and I was like she, yeah, it was it was a little devastating because it was like this this piece of innocence and childhood that just got ripped away. Right. Yeah. Have I ever told you my thoughts on Santa Claus? No. Okay. So I read this post on it must have been Facebook. And it was kind of a rant like on a mom group, and I was like, oh God, not another Christmas rant. But it made sense. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got me thinking. And I you know, you, you don't think about how fortunate you are until you kind of have to look back. But this rant went on to say, don't make Santa the bringer of the, be- the best presents. Like, if, okay. if you're, if you're going to give your kid an iPad, mm-hmm. mom and dad got you that iPad. Santa, okay. Santa can bring you... Socks and underwear. Socks and underwear and a couple little toys. Because when your kids go to school and they're like, Santa brought me an iPad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some other parents couldn't afford to give their kids an iPad. Well, then why didn't Santa give them an iPad? Yeah. So you go into this really, really sad world of. Damn. Not being. I mean, they, they you know, not to say that they're. Christmas isn't great and awesome, but you don't want them to think that they were naughty kids. Like Santa doesn't. Like so them Santa just always as much. just brings socks and underwear and clothes and bullshit. So yeah, so I, and that really got to me, and I really, I really feel like well, it also in, makes I can appreciate like, hey, future, my parents actually bought that. Like that's that really expensive thing my parents bought. My parents did that for me, and 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 I can appreciate that because it's also well, we work really hard, and you know we want to give our kids the best. You know, let's let us be. We have to show them we work hard for this. So it also instills that work ethic, but also the fact that Santa is not a as magical as as they can. So just touched on something. Okay. I'm scared. Oh no! Scared to bring this up because you might yell. Oh no! (sighs) I'm I'm scared too. I'll even pull it up because I have show notes. Do you want to read it on my show notes? Yeah. Okay. This is this was the thought that I had, and I so you talked about work ethic. Go ahead and read what it is. What's the topic? Work ethic directly tied to your ability to clean a house. Yes. All right. So let me explain. So that. false. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just no, no, right no. off the bat. Let me let me talk about this for a minute. All right. Because okay. this is my theory. The cleanest people I know have the most organized ability to prioritize tasks at work. Okay. And their ability to continue, just like, just go do it. Just go do it. Move on to the next thing. They always have spotless homes. Like, they clean like no other. And, <laughs> see? Look at it. I can see. I wish everyone listening could see my wife's face right now. Now, when we first started dating. Yeah. You, you'll openly admit. Yes. You struggled at cleaning it. I did. I yes. did. Yes. Now, up until that point. You had your job that you were doing when you were in school. 
So we can also probably say you didn't really necessarily care all that much about that job because it was just your job that you were working to get you through school. Um, now, you had a great work not, ethic. That's though. not – I would not agree with that. I think that I have always had an amazing work ethic. Yes. Like it's one of the things that I take pride in. Yes. Is that I – do what I am. I, I, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I will give you, I am more disorganized at home. And I do find that sometimes it bleeds into my work. Like, yes. somet- like sometimes I have so many things to do and I'm like, oh, and then nothing gets done. Which, you know, is not, it's not the best. I could, I could do better. I, I both I'm in my job and at, at home. But it's not. It's not an intentional, like, laziness. No. It really is the... So our levels of cleanliness, like, like I have a point, like, everybody has that point where they look around the room and it's like, oh my God, it's filthy in here. I need to clean. And our levels are drastically different. And my... And I wouldn't say that I'm dirty. I would say that I'm messy. Okay, so that that's not really what I was getting at, but I'm glad you volunteered all that information. We can touch <laughs> on all of that. We can touch on all of that. My point was is, as I've watched you get much better at those things at work, I've noticed it creep into your daily life at home, too. Right. As you've gotten jobs that now are adult jobs, like you became slowly more and more adult jobs. More career. More career jobs. Yeah. I noticed at home, your organization and everything else. Picked oh, you up went too. into a way. Di- I thought you were. I thought I, I like pre-bashed myself yeah, because I sure thought that's did. what that's you were going like, with. I was thanks. like, I'm just gonna say it because I know it's coming. But damn, that was yeah, that was for a volunteer. Yeah, you're welcome. And I'm wondering if it's if it's which way is it? Is it the the house that you were like, as I'm getting older, I need to be able to make sure this is clean. Blah blah blah. The kids here, so we need to make sure stuff's picked up. They're getting to that age where they can put stuff in their mouth, like right. all that. Or is it that it was happening at work and just from sheer routine and habit there, it bled into your personal I life? think it's work. I think um, – so the job that I have right now is truly the first time that I've felt like I have a career, like um, invested in myself. And so um, it's it's taken a while to – feel like I have, you know, a path forward. And so mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I am constantly moving forward on that, on that, in my career. And so I have, I know I have to be better at being organized and getting my tasks done and making sure I'm meeting all of my, you mm-hmm. know, like requirements, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's bleeding over. <laughs> so that's the way it's going. I think so. Works bleeding into the person. I think so. Okay. But would you agree? Like, I don't know what it is. I think I think when I was cleaning today, it, it popped into my mind is is where this thought came from. Okay. And I had the thought of you kind of prioritize where it's at, what the next biggest thing is. And it takes place really when you're in the kitchen. Maybe like when you're cooking, you've got six different things kind of going on and they're all at different times. And the priorities change. Right. And so to be efficient about it. And so you're not like spending all the last minute cleaning and all the dishes are done until the end. You kind of clean as you go and you kind of change from task to task to task and, and move stuff and prep stuff differently. And you're constantly shifting your priorities. Right. And I think that helps at work. And you're kind of learning how to do that between the two. 
Yes. So maybe it's not mutually exclusive. Maybe it's just a practice at that skill at both places. Right. And you're slowly getting better at it. Right. But so like I'll bring up an example and this this is not to like this is not to say anything like negative. This is like how we, we see things differently. Mm-hmm. So this morning um, I fed the baby and we were kind of like cuddling together. And so I was laying in bed and I was just holding her and like watching her sleep because, you know, she's adorable. Um, and you said, hey, we got to get stuff done. We've got to go. We got things to do today. Um, and I ran. And so you said, yes. And so you said, put the baby down. She's sleeping. I honestly think that me holding her would have been a better use of my time. Because we don't, we, it's not going to happen for much longer. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be like, the laundry will still be there. Mm-hmm. And it's clean. It's not like it's, we have no clothes to wear. Mm-hmm. So we're not at this level. We're just like, oh, the laundry needs to get put away. And I get it. It does. You're right. But I also have a four-month-old baby that I want to hold. And I'm not gonna, always going to have that. Uh-huh. I'm always going to have laundry. So fuck the laundry. Uh-huh. Yeah. I get that. So too. priorities. Yeah. Yeah. But I would love to be able to sit down and hold that baby too. So why don't you? Because you you have, know you know for sure I'm not going to tell you we have laundry to fold because we have a shit ton of stuff to do. <laughs> no, but I understand that, but that stuff is it wasn't life threatening. No, it's not. You're right on that. You're but there's a balance. There's okay. A balance. Yeah. And I get that. I get the balance. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that's an hour. Do you have a time limit to talk to me? Yes. Yes, the show has a time limit. Why? The episodes are just go, hour. Just go Joe Rogan style. Three hours? Three and a half hours. Just deep dive. <laughs> yeah. One of us isn't that interesting. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we all know it's you. <laughs> No, 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 our listeners don't. I'm never allowed to talk in our house, so you don't know what I have to say. You're right. (laughs) You're right. My wife does not get, she's not kidding. She really isn't kidding. She gets very few words in edgewise. She constantly has to tell me to stop interrupting her. Yeah. I have no I have to tell you to stop interrupting people on your podcast. (laughs) All the time. All the time. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, everybody, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, now it's time for you to do your part. Follow us on Twitter at TOD Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the show. Share us with a friend and help melt the snowflakes. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening once again. Uh, honey, do you want to say goodbye? Bye, everybody. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.